This is the intro, this is your song, because I can't find the normal one. Hello, my little chicken nuggets. We are back with episode six. I think it's episode six. I don't fucking know because I have ADHD and I have things more important than knowing what fucking podcast episode we're on. Anyway, you probably noticed that Mackie hasn't chimed in yet. And no, that's not because I'm super impulsive and I haven't let her talk yet. It's because she is on vacation. And guess what? We encourage taking vacations. Actually, your life should be one big vacation and work should occupy a very small percentage of your time. So if that's not your life currently, you're probably working for an overpaid tool who isn't valuing you enough and probably not paying you enough. You should just put your two-week notice in now. Yeah, just go put in your two-week notice in. Anyway, so this week we are talking about how to figure out what your business should be. So this episode is going to be geared towards people who have an entrepreneurial uh, spirit, but they have no fucking clue where to get started. Okay. So you read all of the fucking Tim Ferriss books. You read all the Tony Robbins books. You have read every book written by every 40-year-old white guy telling you about how you need to start a business, and you don't know where the fuck to get started. And you're told a lot of different shit. So this episode, we're going to debunk some shit. I'm going to give you an action plan to figure out what your business should be and how you should take the shoulds right out of it. Okay, here it is. A lot of people will tell you to look at where the money is at, right? They have really good intentions. Little Timmy, you should go to school to be a lawyer, to be a doctor, to sell real estate, to do X, Y, Z, because that's where the money's at, right? Let's just take all of that bullshit in pull it out of your brain for a second and come at it from a different approach. What do you actually enjoy doing? What do you actually enjoy doing? What do you like doing? What do you do every single day because it brings you joy? What is the thing that all of your friends and your family ask you advice for? What is that thing? Now, when we think about things that we should monetize, a lot of times we're looking for these abstract things that we think there's only a certain set of skills that's marketable, right? I, uh, I spoke with, with a friend, a new friend, a few days ago, and she was telling me, Jamie, I'm not good at anything. I'm not good at anything. I try really fucking hard. I get bored. I'm not good at anything. But we had a really deep conversation. Within about an hour, we sent each other multiple voice messages spilling out our entire life stories. And when she got to the point where she said, I am a failure. I feel stupid. I'm not good at anything. I looked at her Well, I didn't look at her because it was over Voxer. It was a video message. But I told her, Victoria, Victoria, if you're listening, shout out to you. 
Victoria, the reason that we've connected so deeply is because you're incredibly good at connecting with people. What an amazing talent. What an amazing gift. Not everybody has the ability to connect with another individual. And she was like, holy fuck. I am. I'm really good at connecting with people. I'm really good at figuring people out. I'm really good at figuring out what makes them tick. And I told her, what an amazing gift. We are very, very similar in that way. When I started my business, I didn't look, I didn't say, where is the money at? I said, what do I love doing and what am I good at? Because that's the thing. When you love doing something and you're good at it, that's your zone of genius. Your zone of excellence is being good at something. Your zone of genius is being good at something and loving the fuck out of it. If you find yourself nonstop talking about a specific thing, that's your thing. If you can't shut the fuck up about traveling, that's your thing. If you can't shut the fuck up about saving the world, then that's your thing. Your thing does not have to be a specific skill that you go to college for. It really doesn't. My skill is that I connect with people. I figure out what makes them tick. And within about five minutes of studying their actions, their reactions to my questions, and their current patterns of daily life, I can target, or not target, I can pinpoint trauma that they've had in their life that's making them react in a certain way and which is impeding with their current life functioning. I'm really fucking good at that. The reason I'm really good at it is because I've had a lot of trauma that I grew up with. I know what it looks like to have a trauma response. I know, anyway, that's my thing. That is what my entire business is around. Yes, I went to school to be an occupational therapist. But if I were to tell you that going to school to be an occupational therapist is the reason that my business is so successful, that would be a plain fucking lie. My business is very successful because, one, I give a shit. But two, I give a shit because I love people. I love figuring out their story. What makes them tick? Why do they act the way that they do? Okay? So my clients are coming to me saying, I have no energy. My relationships suck. I can't be productive. I can't file my taxes on time. I can't keep a friendship to save my life. I can't stay interested in something for 2.7 fucking seconds. I can't keep a routine. I can't even remember to brush my teeth. I can't, I can't, I can't. My gift is not to help them do the things. It is to help them do the things. But what I'm good at and what I enjoy doing is decoding who they are as a person and why they are responding to life in the way that they are. There's no school that can teach you that. There's no, that's just who the fuck I am. Okay, so dig deep. Who the fuck are you? What could you do every, what do you already do every single day? What are your friends and your family asking you for advice on? The, I, the business that you should start 
is likely smacking you in the face and you're looking over it because you don't think that you can monetize it. That's a damn lie, okay? We're going to talk about some arbitrary, not arbitrary, we're going to talk about different things that you could monetize right now in this very moment without any startup money, without a business plan, without a fucking website. First of all, you don't need a website to get started. If you listen to, I think it was episode one, we talked about my journey in getting started. I didn't have an episode. Or I didn't, sorry. I didn't have a website. I did not have a marketing plan. I didn't have startup money. I didn't have jack shit. Okay. What I had was an idea. I knew that I wanted to be a coach for women with ADHD. That's all I knew. And I knew in order to make that happen, I needed women with ADHD and a video hosting software. That was it. Those were the only two things that I needed. So I found the people and I got the video hosting software. If you're doing a, um, if you're doing any type of coaching or life coaching and you don't want to use Zoom, by the way, Whereby, W-H-E-R-E-B-Y, is about $7 a month and you can have really cute backgrounds. That's just a little, that's just a little um, tidbit I want to share with you. But where the fuck was my brain at, guys? ADHD. I would say that I'm sorry, but I'm not because that's my brain and that's why we are here. Anyway, oh, that's right. Thinking of things that you can monetize. Now, I have a friend with an amazing entrepreneurial spirit and she loves traveling. She loves camping. She loves everything about that life. I'm actually recording this podcast in her apartment as we speak. She is drinking wine over on the couch. It's phenomenal. Shout out to Morgan. She's been my A1 since day one. Anyway, she loves traveling. She's actually going to Argentina here in a couple weeks, week and a half, something like that. Anyway, dates that dates are a bitch. I don't know if any of you ADHDers have a really hard time with numbers, but if you do, I am there with you. I will never remember anybody's birthdays. I will never probably show up to my appointments at the right time. Actually, yes, I will. I have alarms set. Anyway, side tangent. She loves camping. She loves travel. She loves all of those things. How can she monetize? Oh my gosh, Jamie, there's no way to monetize that. No one fucking cares. Yes, they do care, bitch. Let's talk about how you can monetize this. You can create a booklet for solo campers, for solo travelers. How many people out there are terrified to travel solo? They don't know how to do it. They are not in romantic relationships. They don't have friends that can go on those trips with them or their friends don't have the money or they just want to gain a sense of independence by traveling solo. You can create a brochure and either put it on social media to sell it. You can create a YouTube channel, which she has created a YouTube channel. You can create a YouTube channel and talk about all of your different traveling adventures and in the info, you can put that brochure that is for sale. Send you to a link to get that passive income. It's something you can create once and then be done. Now, when she is on her trip, she can take really fun videos. Guess what? Come back home, 
upload those bitches, put in the brochure, passive income. It doesn't take much time and it can generate a lot of revenue. There's almost nothing that I can't think of an idea of how to monetize it. Morgan, can you think of any random, any, do you have, do you have friends that have any random talents? Random talents. Can't think of any at the moment. Oh, say that you, um, you're really good at Spanish as a second language. You could create a hybrid um, Spanish coaching um, business where once a week you come on live and you have conversations with your community and you teach them lessons. Or you could record the lessons, have it available to your community, either through a website or through like the Discord and charge a monthly membership to continue to learn from you, okay? It's it's really easy to set up memberships with um, or through Discord, and if you need help doing that, I do have a contact for you. That helped me to set that up, a professional contact. Anyway, there are a million and seven ways to monetize a business. There are also a million and seven ways to monetize a business in a way that is not excruciating and a pain in the ass, okay? I will very rarely ever recommend a business model that makes you trade in time for money. I will rarely recommend a one-on-one practice. Um, the, the way that my coaching program works is that no matter how many people join the program, I will put in the same amount of hours every single week. And that is strategic. And I've talked about that on here before, because I am an extroverted introvert, which means I love social interactions, but I thrive with alone time. It's where I recharge. If I were to be doing multiple coaching calls every single day, I would be exhausted and I wouldn't be able to give my best. And that's why there is one live coaching call every single week. It's transformative. I'm able to give my all every single week. In order to create more money, you don't have to put in exponential time. You do not need to put in exponential time to have exponentially more money. There are also a lot of ways that you can create income passively, semi-passively. <laughs> you're going to notice that um, when it's very, when it's pretty much passive, you're looking at the product-based businesses, right? There doesn't need to be much front-facing. But for service-based businesses, there are ways to put in minimal time per week or per month and to monetize off of it. Um, A really great example of this is Denise Duffield-Thomas has a program called Money Boot Camp. She has six modules included in her program, and once per month, she comes on for a live coaching call. You're able to ask questions. She also has a Facebook group that you're able to ask her questions and able to interact with the community. Now, front-facing the clients, it's a half hour per 
month at a time that works best for her because it um because it made the most sense. This is another thing I want to touch on. When you are creating a business model, it is very easy to think what would work for everybody else. Now, why the fuck won't this work long term? I'm going to give you an example of this. When I started my coaching practice, I offered two coaching calls once per week. I offered one in the morning and one in the evening. Now, why didn't this work? For starters, two coaching calls a day, or for that one day, was okay. But what did not work for me is having a coaching call in the evening. I know myself well enough to know that by 5 p.m., my brain is fucking mush. There's a couple reasons for that. By 5 p.m., my ADHD medication has worn off. My processing is slower. And also, stimuli, like auditory stimuli, talking to people, it it runs slower and it gets uh, overly stimulated quicker. Doing evening coaching calls does not work for me. Okay. I also knew that long term, I wanted to keep it to one coaching call per week. The reason that I record these calls, my coaching calls, is because I want them to be transformative for everybody in the community. I acknowledge that not everybody will be able to show up to the coaching calls. A lot of people are taking care of their kiddos. They have to go to work. They have other shit going on. They're humans too. Now, I could say, hey, I'm going to have two calls every single day and I'm going to have them at different times so that every single person can come to at least one coaching call. That sounds great on paper. What would end up happening is I would be exhausted. I would lose my love for coaching. I wouldn't be able to put into my clients everything that that I know I can because I'd be tired all the fucking time and trying to recharge. It would not be good for me. It would not be good for my clients. What I found is that when I set my business practice or my business model to be one time per week at noon Eastern Standard Time, I thought, hmm What's going to happen? No one's going to show up, right? Wrong. (laughs) Just as many or more people showed up to the coaching calls when I put them at a time that was optimal for me. And by noon, my ADHD medication is working at its peak. I am able to process. I'm able to give a kick-ass coaching call. And I know that energetically, I only have to budget for that one call per week. Now, I'm not trying to say that running a business only requires me to be um, working, quote unquote, working for one hour a week because that's a load of bullshit, right? There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. But as far as that front-facing client interactions, which does take energy because I care so fucking much, um, and there's a lot that goes into it, it has worked out for everyone better that I thought what would work best for me. So what I want to leave you with is the way to figure out what works best 
or what your business should be is to ask yourself, one, what am I good at? What comes naturally to me? Do me a favor and get out a piece of paper and write down what comes naturally to me. Is it public speaking? Is it figuring out the core of of who somebody is? Is it making people laugh? Are you a really detail-oriented person? Can you figure out typing errors (laughs) really easily? Are you amazing at grammar? Do you love grammar? Do you love writing? Do you love traveling? Do you love talking shit with random people? There's a really great chance that you're good at a lot of things that you haven't even considered because you don't find it to be useful. The reason you don't find it to be useful is because it comes so damn easy to you. Just because it comes easy to you doesn't mean it comes easy to everybody, okay? So your zone of genius is what are you good at and what do you love doing? What would you do every single damn day whether you made money from it or not? In my daily life, I am coaching people. I am coaching my friends. I'm coaching my husband. I'm coaching whoever needs it. Okay, that's just an added damn bonus of being my friend is that when you require coaching, I, I will coach you. I will, I will help you to think about things in a way that will bring you an aha moment. Okay, so what are you doing every single day that you both love and you are good at it? From there, think about a way to monetize it. And if you have an idea of what you are good at and what you love doing, but you're not sure how to monetize it, that's where you reach out to myself or Maggie, okay? Because I can guarantee you that we will help you to figure that out, okay? I am proud of you that you're even considering starting your own business. If you already have a business and you're listening to this saying, why the fuck did I pick the business plan that I did? This does not align with me energetically or my long-term goals. I need to pivot. Guess what? I am giving you permission to pivot, okay? One of Denise Duffield Thomas, um, Chill and Prosper is her podcast, by the way. I highly recommend her podcast. She is an ADHD entrepreneur and is incredibly successful. Hang on. I lost my thought. Oh, she talked in one of her podcast episodes about how if you are going to pivot your business, just give your current clients a heads up. Okay? If you're doing a coaching business right now and you want to go from a one-on-one model to a group coaching model, let your clients know. Let them know the new rate, the new model, and tell them that they are absolutely welcome to join the group coaching. If you are doing a hybrid program, um, like myself, where there is some that's on Discord or another platform, and then there's... um, some front-facing coaching time, and you're currently doing four or five coaching calls a week, and you want to get it down to to one or two, just let your clients know. And also, you can tell them, hey, I want to give you the most value as possible. 
And I know the best way to do that is to do it when I have the most energy. I'm going to be focusing on giving you even more than you've been receiving during these specific times, okay? Because by pivoting your business to where it it, it serves you energetically, it will also be serving them. And let them know this is for you, but it's for them as well. Pick a business um, plan, pick a business model that works for you. Okay, as ADHD entrepreneurs, we really have to take care of ourselves. We, our beautiful nervous systems require a lot more downtime and a lot more love and attention. Okay, two, so two things to take from this podcast. Your zone of genius is what you are good at and what you love doing. And also pick a business model that works for you energetically. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Maggie will be joining me again next week. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm really proud of myself that I was able to set this up myself. Technology has been a struggle for me in the past, but I am now figuring out that being very functional being on the right medication has allowed me to process information a lot easier. So I'm getting over the block of thinking that I suck at technology. It's just that I was not functional before and now I am. So that's just a a little, um, a little celebration of mine I wanted to share with you. Okay, guys, until next time. Bye.